this true image of God, who God really is. Jesus became this perfect image of God. In John 1, it says, No one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son, who is himself God, and who is in closest relationship with the Father, has made him known. If you read the Bible and still have doubts about different aspects of God's character, look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. If you still think that God gives sickness, look at Jesus. Did Jesus give sickness to anyone? On the contrary, he healed and delivered people from sickness. If you sometimes think that God doesn't care about you, that he forgot about you, he doesn't love you anymore, look at Jesus. He already proved his love. He died for you. And if there is still something in your mind that you question about God, look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. He is the perfect and true image of God. Uh, in John 17, 6, Jesus told, I have revealed your name to the people who you gave me from the world. Jesus revealed us the new name of God. Not really new, but he revealed us that name that shows us uh, God's character, God's heart. Have you uh, you remember 164 times Jesus called God the Father in the Bible. He revealed us the His name. Jesus showed us this relational dimension of God's personality as the Father. He revealed us God as the Father that He loves us, who wants to draw us into close this family relationships with Him. In Ephesians 1, 5, it says, In love, He predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with His pleasure and will. We were orphans without God. And He wants to bring us back to His home, to His family. He wants to adopt us back. I remember when, uh, 20 years ago, I visited orphanage for the first time in my life. We went to run weeks program for children and one orphanage in Belarus and there were about 150 children in the orphanage. Uh, they were all hungry, dirty, they looked really miserable and because and nobody really cared about them. Nobody they nobody needed them. When we came and shared and had some sweets with us, shared some candies with them. Some little children, they've seen those candies for the first time in their lives. And I remember when we just came and got out of the car, all children, they saw us, they ran towards us. And that one little boy, about seven years old, he, he ran and he fell down and he, you know, like, scratched his knee, he hit his knee, and he began to cry. And he cried so loud. And if it was my child now, cry like this, I would run and hug him, try to comfort him. But there was nobody there to comfort him. Nobody cared. Nobody even paid attention on his cry. And I remember that uh, during this time, we really tried to show them God's love. We shared 
that God is their father, that he does care about them. And uh, I remember in the, in the end of the first week, some children who, who were there, they started to call me daddy, daddy. I, when we came in the morning to their to their offering, like all the children ran towards us, they hugged us, they just sat to us, and and just they can stay like that for hours and hours because they were deprived of so many things in their life. But most of all, they were deprived of these fathers and mothers' love and attention. Yeah, and uh, these. Deprivation, it affected their mind, their hearts, and they, some of them even had mental issues because of that. And every night I was uh, leaving for my room, I was just crying and crying because they were so, you know, desperate for that love. And we've uh, been, we've done. We came to this orphanage for several years doing work, and some of these children has really changed and became Christians. I remember several years later, uh, I received a phone call. I picked up the phone, and one boy from that orphanage, his name is Alexander, he called me. He said, uh, Do you remember me? I'm from that orphanage. I just graduated, and I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. Uh, I came to your uh, town. Can you come at the train station? I came to you. Can you come and pick me up? And you know, uh, we came, we picked him up, we helped him found a place to stay, he found a job, he became a member of the church, and he is now serving in our team. And you know, but God has done much more for us that he adopted us. Jesus said in John 14, 18, I will not leave you as orphans, I will come to you. He came to dwell, to dwell in our hearts. He came to remind us. He, he always reminds us how God loves us. And if there is such a need in parental love amongst children, what a great spiritual need we have of our Father's love of God. Uh, and orphanhood, it implies deprivation in many areas, in many areas, deprivation of care, deprivation of communication, of love, and on the contrary, the fatherhood uh, implies love and care, uh, this unconditional love that uh, the father will not give you a stone instead of bread. And in Romans 8, 15, 16, it says that the spirit you receive doesn't make you slave so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you receive brought out your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Father, the spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are the children of God. We are the children of God. Holy Spirit reminds us, constantly reminds us that we are his children, that his love is, is great for us. And you know, uh, sometimes we think that his love uh, is, is, is not enough for us, but it is enough. You know, today, thinking about God's love, this word came to my heart, uh, this 
commandment of the Lord, love your neighbor as yourself. You know, when God, He commands us to do something, He requires uh, something from us, He tells us something, it means it, it shows His character. It shows that He is like that. For example, when He says, don't lie, it means He Himself doesn't lie. If he, said, if he tells us forgive one another, it means he forgives us. He will never tell us to do something he himself doesn't do. So everything he commands us to do, this is the reflection of his heart and his care. So when he tells us love your neighbor as yourself, it means that he himself loves us as himself. He loves us as himself, no less. No less. The measure of Father's love for Jesus is the measure of his love for all his children. And this is the revelation of our words, of how we are worthy for him. And the Father, he feels about us the same way as he feels about Jesus. And he will never increase his love for Jesus, and he will never in decrease his love for us. It's the same measure. And in John 17, verse 23, it says that the world may know that you have loved them as you have loved me, Jesus said. God loves us the same way that he loves Jesus. That's how he loves us. His love never his, his, his measure of love will never decrease towards you. And this, the parable of the prodigal son, really shows this father's heart of God. And one of the old seven illustrations I really like uh, about um, a boy who left his parents who spent all his money and uh, reached that bottom, and he wrote this letter his parents, he wrote, Dear Mom and Dad, I have sinned deeply against you, and I have sinned against God, and I'm not worthy to be called your son. There is no reason for you to love me and welcome me back home. And I'm at the bottom of the barrel, and I need to come back home now. Uh, I hope that you will welcome me. I have been given a, tree, a ticket for a train to get me back to our own town. If you want me to come home, please put a white towel on the clothesline out of the backyard near the tracks. I will know then that you want me to come back home. If there is no towel there, I understand. I will understand that it is not right for me to come back home. When the train came close and close, he saw that the whole clothesline was covered with white towels. The old trees were covered with white sheets. The barn roof was covered with sheets. Where the old fence was covered with white sheets. There, there were everywhere white sheets. The father and mother so deeply wanted their son to come back home. That's the father's heart. That's God's heart. He always wants us to, to come back to him. To, to come back. No matter where you are at right now, no matter what you've done, God always waits for you to come back. And to open your heart before Him. And you know, He wants, His love contains the best for you. 
He insists plans. He wants to give you the best He has. But it, this doesn't mean that God will immediately give us everything that belongs to Him. Sometimes we as believers, if we don't receive something from God, we straight away think if it doesn't come immediately, we think that God is bad, that God has forgotten us, us, that He is not. And I remember one of my friends in Russia, he started a shelter for homeless children. He invited him together for homeless children from his town, brought him to that place, and he went in, and he started just to care for them. He didn't have 
Yeah. 